Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. Keep cool, cool, if you don't know what you're doing. Keep cool, cool, cause you don't know what you're doing. Keep cool, cool, if you don't know what you're doing. Or else you're gonna bring somebody down. It's part two of Is Sarcasm Okay? with author and professional speaker Stephen Dale. In his teen years, Stephen described himself as one of the most sarcastic people he knew. What do you think about what Seinfeld said about how stand-up comedians specialise in being themselves and stand-up comedians seem to make a living on sarcasm, you know? Well, the first thing is that I'm not an American, I'm an Australian. So I've got probably more of a British sense of humour. It also seems like it's okay if there's a guy on stage making fun of everybody else in a sarcastic way, as long as it's not me. And it's funnier when he's making sarcastic barbs at somebody else. And we laugh along because the whole room is laughing and it gets contagious when a lot of people are laughing. But hey, they're not laughing at me. They're not looking at me. They're not pointing at me. So as long as we're doing that to somebody else, it's okay. And I think there's also an element uh, within us all where we feel like we can't say the things that we want to say. And if someone is standing on stage actually saying them, somehow it makes it much more acceptable. Yeah. And I, I'm a big fan of Seinfeld, but a lot of his show is not based on sarcasm. It's based on humorous situations <clears throat> and funny people and, and strange goings on and bizarre characters rather than just on sarcasm. But I don't appreciate sarcasm at all now. How did you actually change? How practically? What steps did you put in place to actually change? It's like giving up a drug. You're giving up something that you do and the way that your brain operates. And your brain operates in such ways that it creates these barbs, these comments that you are saying. It's, it's just a way of life. And the way that I quit it was just like what happened when I quit smoking cigarettes. The only way that's ever worked for me with anything, giving up any vice, has been cold turkey. And I just thought, well, I'm not opening my mouth until I've thought about what I'm going to say. We were having a conversation. Unless I had already thought of the line and that it wasn't sarcastic, that it was genuine, um, I didn't say anything. Um, and I guess that because I was thinking about everything that I did, like just when I get up smoking, I just stopped going to places where I smoke. I stopped going to places where I usually feel like having a cigarette. I stopped doing things where usually a cigarette was part of the scenario. So when it came to, to giving up sarcasm, I simply stopped hanging out with people who were also sarcastic. Yeah, right. I stopped uh, watching television shows or being around people that I was often sarcastic with or at. Um, I felt like I just needed a, a clean break and I, you know, if I had to be not funny in anything and I had to be straight-laced and sober all the time, then that's what I had to be because sarcasm was losing your friends left, right and centre. What do you think about the comment a senior citizen made that uh, we're all becoming too sensitive, we should lighten up, we should... Well, being able to put people down... I, I don't think that ever works. I don't think you ever reach an age where all of a sudden that doesn't affect you in a negative way. You still feel free to say what's on your mind, but if it's not a helpful, if it's derisive, if it's attacking, if it's cloaking itself as humour, I mean, I, I don't quite see how that can ever um, 
be acceptable. Tell me, how do you keep from going back to being sarcasm? Does it ever lure you back? You just want to make that comment? Well, just I guess it's just like the analogy that I used before. I I haven't had a cigarette since March 10, 1996. I never feel, I never wake up in the morning and think, oh, gee, I feel like a cigarette. Just like I never feel like, oh, I feel like being sarcastic today. You know, when you do anything for long enough, it becomes you. Yeah. And when I was smoking, I was a smoker, and I did what a smoker does, I smoke. And when I was a sarcastic, I did what a sarcastic person does, and they say sarcastic comments. And because I'm neither of them, I'm neither a smoker nor am I a sarcastic person, um, those two things just don't enter my world. Yeah, right. And, you know, I've, I've found that I, I, I have a lot more friends now, and I have a lot more um, companionship, and I'm married now, and I've got a wife who wouldn't put up with sarcasm, and I guess one of the reasons why she married me is because I'm not sarcastic. Wow, great. Um, and they say, look, there's more benefits to not being than to hope that you're getting away with if you're sarcastic. It's Did you find that your faith helped you at all? It's easier to ignore your faith if you're sarcastic. I know that that might be a bit of a statement to make, but I find that sarcasm is basically a very negative, putting a negative spin on everything. Finding the negative or finding the problem with everything and making some sort of lame joke about that. And I guess that that entire way of thinking is so anti-faith. Faith is positive. Faith is lifting people up. Faith is loving each other. Faith is being great friends with people despite their imperfections. Faith is doing all the things that cause love and happiness. Sarcasm does not tick any of those boxes. And I found, and even though your question was, did having a faith help me get rid of sarcasm, I found that my faith was easier to have if I was not sarcastic. Yeah. I found that faith is almost impossible to have when you are sarcastic. Yeah. Did any of that sarcastic uh, background contribute to what happened when you wrote your book? When I write Bouncing Back When You Hit like Bottom, it is the story of, I guess, <laughs> um, the rise and fall, no pun intended, uh, falling off a cliff and what my life was like when that happened, that it was an accident, but I certainly deserved it. Um, with the way that I was acting and the way that I was treating people, etc. And when I was writing the book, yeah, I had to relive all of those moments. I had to relive the moments that led up to the accident. I had to relive the, the person that I was when I had the accident, but also the person that I was before the accident, the very nasty piece of work that I was, uh, and sarcasm, and I guess that entire negative biting way of dealing with people and dealing with life. Well, it, it fit in with everything that I was. That was that was who I was. That was me. That was this negative person who's trying to put on this brave face, but I was basically a bully. Uh, and writing the book, because I guess especially because the book is in first person, present tense, um, you're actually living it live with me. I did have to relive a lot of things that... Uh, upset me no end and being sarcastic and being such a terrible young person was certainly one of the things that um, I preferred not to relive but I had to in order to write the book as accurately as I could. Wow. 
Steve, thanks for your time. My pleasure, Chris. Think ye twice, you'll find it better to be big than small. Be ye nice, or just like Humpty Dumpty on the wall. Wham, you're going to fall. Stephen Dale is an inspirational conference speaker, workplace trainer, goal-focused coach, and author of the book Bouncing Back When You Hit Rock Bottom. And his website is smilingtiger.com.au. It's a choice we make, isn't it? Do we live a life that sprouts off sarcasm, or do we choose to be positive? Do we have control over our witty, sarcastic comments that get a good laugh? The Bible gives some very interesting insights into what comes out of our mouth. It says, out of the mouth comes things from the heart. This is Light and Life. To contact us, go to salvos.org.au slash radio.